Radio Free Redoubt begins in 5, 4, 3, 2... Good morning, God-fearing, liberty-loving Christian patriots. Welcome to the Morning Commute with JJS and Lady Liberty. Coming at you from patriot-held territory in the heart of the American redoubt. Good morning, Lady Liberty. Well, good morning to you and good morning everyone out there. Welcome to Wifflebat Wednesday. <laughs> yep, got them lined up. We sure do, and can't wait to get to it. Got some great stuff to share with everybody today. And, yeah. and uh, after the break, we're going to hit, uh, oh my gosh, the, this New World Order thing. And oh, they're, yeah. they're officially, the WEF is officially now calling themselves the New World Order. Order. Well, I, I thought and, New World Order was a conspiracy theory. Right, exactly. Uh, right. Yeah. And, and so here they are. They're, they've officially called themselves that. And so we have the clip to prove it. And we've also got a fantastic clip from Louisiana Congressman Representative Higgins, who yes. we just love that guy. Gosh, <laughs> yep. that guy is, he's like, he's like, somebody that you'd expect to see in an old western movie he's like salt of the earth he's the real deal he is awesome and then of course we've got uh, a couple different clips with trump involved one where he's describing his travel ban he's going to be bringing out as soon as he is back in office where he belongs and also a a statement from trump and Vivek Ramaswamy that was kind of interesting. So got some some you know great stuff to get to after the break. Yeah, we do. The wiffle, bi- wiffle bats are out. Yep. And uh, of course, those of you that follow us on Telegram, you see our, our memes that we put up and our <laughs> the gifts that we put up on oh, Wiffle we Bat have a Wednesdays. Blast. Yep. <laughs> yeah, it's a good time. You guys can join us if you're on Telegram. Uh, it's it's a free app to download, and uh, just look for us on the Morning Commute. It's real easy. The morning commute. That's right. We have to warn you though that it, as soon as as soon as you join that channel, you'll be asked a couple questions, and if you fail to respond, you are banned and you get the boot. Yep, the axe <laughs> comes out. Yep, yep. <laughs> we uh, we delete bots and and trolls and and all the other people, the scammers. They they get deleted right away. Yeah, and we're happy to do it. You yep. get the wiffle bat. That's and of course, sure. everybody cheers. All the listeners cheer. Yay. <laughs> yep. Get the popcorn out. Yep. It's fun. So, all right. Well, let's get to the word of the day because we do have so much going on here. The world's on fire. Yep. Uh, figuratively. The world's on fire and, and, and technically, just keep remembering, we still win in the end. Let that's them, right. Let them rip it up all they want. <laughs> oh, yeah. And and when the World Economic Forum, they're, they're concerned about climate change. Well, we can guarantee there's going to be climate change There's going coming. to be some global warming for those people. Yeah. And no matter how many taxes you put on people driving around, you're not going to stop the climate change that's coming. That's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Boy. Well, okay. So the word of the day for Wifflebat Wednesday comes to us Ow. from a random turning in Jeremiah chapter 27 verses 9 through 22, which reads, Therefore, Do not listen to your prophets, your diviners, your dreamers, your soothsayers, or your sorcerers who speak to you, saying, You shall not serve the king of Babylon. 
for they prophesy a lie to you to remove you far from your land and I will drive you out and you will perish. But the nations that bring their necks under the yoke of the king of Babylon and serve him, I will let them remain in their own land, says the Lord, and they shall till it and dwell in it. I also spoke to Zedekiah, king of Judah, according to all these words, saying, Bring your necks under the yoke of the king of Babylon, and serve him and his people, and live. Why will you die, you and your people, by the sword, by the famine, and by the pestilence, as the Lord has spoken against the nation that will not serve the king of Babylon? Therefore, do not listen to the words of the prophets who speak to you, saying, You shall not serve the king of Babylon, for they prophesy a lie to you. Mm. For I have not sent them, says the Lord, yet they prophesy a lie in my name, and I may drive you out, and that you may perish, you and the prophets who prophesy to you. Also I spoke to the priests and to all this people, saying, Thus says the Lord, Do not listen to the words of your prophets who prophesy to you, saying, Behold, the vessels of the Lord's house will now shortly be brought back from Babylon, for they prophesy a lie to you. Do not listen to them. Serve the king of Babylon and live. Why should this city be laid waste? But if they are prophets, and if the word of the Lord is with them, let them now make intercession to the Lord of hosts, that the vessels which are left in the house of the Lord, in the house of the king of Judah, and at Jerusalem, do not go to Babylon. For thus says the Lord of hosts concerning the pillars, concerning the sea, concerning the carts, and concerning the remainder of the vessels that remain in this city, which Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, did not take when he carried away captive Jeconiah, the son of Jehoiakim, king of Judah, from Jerusalem to Babylon, and all the nobles of Judah and Jerusalem. Yes, thus says the Lord of hosts, the God of Israel, concerning the vessels that remain in the house of the Lord, and in the house of the king of Judah and of Jerusalem. They shall be carried to Babylon, and there they shall be until the day that I visit them, says the Lord. Mm. Then I will bring them up and restore them to this place. And that's it. Wow. That's kind of cool because he's actually prophesying the day that the Lord comes up, right, to, to retrieve all of the the items for worship to return to the temple. That's right. That's what happens with that, um, oh, what's his name? It's just like the, the grandson, I think, of Nebuchadnezzar, who's using the the, the goblets to drink wine right. to their gods, right? right? And, yep. and then the hand appears. Yes. And uh, that was the very moment that God was thinking of when he said, all of these things, things from the temple that you use for worship are going to be hauled off to Babylon until I visit it and return them. And that's when that happened. That's, I never really noticed that before. Well, it's fascinating too, just, just to hear, just to, to hear, (laughs) just to read that the Lord left them alone. He didn't, he didn't pay any attention to them at all that 70 years they were gone. Right. He, he, he basically says until the day that I visit them. So he, he waits. I mean, he's so, he's so disgusted with them. He's like, you guys just leave me alone for 70 years. I'm not even, I'm not going to look at you. I'm not going to visit any of you. You guys are gone as far as I'm concerned for that 70 years. And then after 70 years, I'll go and I'll visit you. You know, 
it's also now this was a judgment that was brought down by God to deal with with them. But isn't it amazing that for for things that you know are coming, like what we see things that they they call us conspiracy theorists. You know, letting all these people into our country is going to lead to our ruin, and all oh, you're a conspiracy theorist, right? And and you you've got the soothsayers, you've got the the people saying no, diversity is our strength. Open borders is not a threat to America, right? Uh, yeah, you know they're just coming here to better their lives, and yep. and you're a racist and you hate other people if if you don't want people just flowing across your border, and, and you know it's the same kind of people. Yep. that are telling you, no, nothing's going to happen. Right. I, that, that's an excellent point. Oh. It really is. Because that also reminds me of the scripture that says that people that just want to have their ears tickled, yes. you know, that they, they just want to hear good news all the time and that they never want to hear the truth of God or, or that something, a judgment is about to happen to them. They would rather be like, you know, stick their fingers in their ears and go, la, 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 <laughs> until somebody right. wants to just say nice, pleasant things to them. And the Lord's like, that's not the way things work. Well, it was also interesting watching what developed out of those communities around Gaza when they were attacked on October 7th. Most of the Jews who lived around that area were liberals. Right. And they were like, no, you know, the, the poor Palestinians, they're just oppressed. We need to reach out to them. We need to care for them. We need to, uh, you know, we need to give them land. I mean, people are saying they are a threat. They're planning to go to war with us. Oh, that's not true. They're just people that are trying to live their lives. And, and then they find out the truth, right. you know, what happened. And people are trying to warn these guys are planning for you know you listen to the rhetoric their words so yeah they're basically warning them saying these people are rattlesnakes understand right. what rattlesnakes do yeah yeah and so in this case in the scripture for the word of the day this is god really dealing with them he was using and this could be the case for us with our with the open borders and the invasion that we're seeing that's right could be god taking foreigners people that don't they're not of your land. They don't speak your language. Uh, they don't share your culture. They're going to come in and they are going to own you because of the sins that have gone up to God and he's yep. had enough. That's right. So that's a scary thought, you know, especially when we get taken for a ride because the because regime... The things that other people have done. Right. Yep. The, the regime that's in place, the academia that's warping the next generation... The media that's complicit. All of these people are not us. They are not the majority of Americans. Well, and then on the other hand, I have to say that that we're we are God's people, right? We're the people that call ourselves by His name, right? And so, therefore, you know what that means? That means we are the shepherds. And yeah. so, when we as shepherds have failed utterly failed to keep this nation in line right and when instead we've taken the cowardice low road when when the obama administration started the politically correct nonsense where you couldn't rebuke anybody or say that anything anybody was doing was something wrong yes. you could not do that because it was no longer politically correct at that point every pastor in america should have stood up and said no, no, that's not the way things work. Right. There's rebuke against sin for a reason. 
And yet that is exactly the opposite of what the pastors in this nation did. And so I think that, you know, come to think of it, looking back, if we're the ones in charge, we're the ones that failed in our responsibilities because we're the ones left to shepherd the people. And if everybody would rather just hide and, and, you know, stay in the 501c3 status not make waves not make waves and most certainly not influence or or prevent any of this horrid corruption this horrid godless communist corruption you know then then that is most definitely upon the pastors by and large absolutely the the church has gone dead we are not occupying we are not uh taking possession of the land that god gave us we've let godless take it over and you know and this was this was warned against uh by pastor charles finney back in the late mid to late 1800s he wrote a, a, a sermon basically saying it's if we come to this point of decadence, it's the fault of the pulpit. Right. Yep. And and it, it was it's a beautiful, if you guys want to look it up, you can just look up uh, The Decay of Conscience. It's an awesome sermon by Charles Finney, F-I-N-N-E-Y. And uh, it is a sermon called The Decay of Conscience. Uh, it, it really describes where we're at today, why we're here, and... Really, the nation, maybe not you and me as individuals, but the nation is deserving of what's coming because of this, because of that, the decay of conscience. And it goes right back to the church. Yeah, it it falls squarely upon the shoulders of the leaders, just like just like the man is the head of the household. Well, what if the man refuses to take responsibility for things that needs need to be done? And he right. does not want to behave like a man. He wants to behave like a child and just play and, and be irresponsible all the time and, and not do any of the things that a man is required to do because he's the leader. Right. The leader is the one that takes responsibility for getting things done and keeping things in order. Yeah. And so the yeah. same thing is also true with God's shepherds. That's right. And so... Oof, yipe. You know, uh, that's that's something that every last one of us, we are the people that call ourselves by his name. And so let us all repent. Let us all repent wholeheartedly in a, in a manner that is pleasing to God, where we truly mean it, that we are so sorry yes. for allowing this to happen on our watch. Absolutely. Well, that's a good one. Okay, so this was, uh, was that Psalm? No, no. That was, was. Uh, Jeremiah 27. Verses 9 through 22. Jeremiah 27, 9 through 22. All right, good. Well, let's go ahead and take a break on this fine Wiffle Bat Wednesday. We've got some wiffling to do, or some other folks are wiffling, and we're going to share it with you. That's right. So uh, stick around. Uh, This segment brought to you by JesusAppears.com, helping you to get rapture ready. Check them out, JesusAppears.com. And segment two of the morning commute will resume right after these messages. I've said these fellows are lying, dirty, shrewd, and I say, 
They are godless. To me, this is perhaps the most frightening word of all, because it accounts for every other bad word that describes them. When the Reds tear down their churches, or turn them into common warehouses, when they torture and kill their priests, ministers, and rabbis, we are horrified, yes. But why are we surprised? What do you expect of a people who say the church is our enemy and must be destroyed? No one can be a true communist and hold any religious convictions. I say to you, it is bad to be irreligious, but it is far worse to be anti-religious. It is reprehensible to be immoral, but it is horrifying to be unmoral. To them, any wrong they do is right. Well, these are some of the more frightening facts we must understand if we are going to understand communism, and we'd better understand it. White supremacy, as I did my inaugural address to a single out as the most dangerous terrorist threat to our homeland, is white supremacy. And we won't ignore what our intelligence agencies have determined to be the most lethal terrorist threat to the homeland today. White supremacy is terrorism. Welcome back, Patriots, to segment two of The Morning Commute with JJS and Lady Liberty. Hoping you're all off to a great and a safe commute this morning. Uh, the segment's brought to you by Prepping 2.0 to help take your preps to the next level. And the website is prepping2-0.com. All right, well, Lady Liberty, we've got uh, some some cool stuff lined up here. We sure do. And everyone, welcome back to Wifflebout Wednesday. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> well, okay, so so let's get started with this nonsense, this pure garbage that that just oh my gosh, apparently social media just erupted into just terrific blasting <laughs> yes. of of this WEF official statement of new world order. And I I found this this part of this statement to be the worst part is that it's Jake Sullivan the U.S. Security Advisor saying this at the WEF. This guy, that's that's called collusion. That's that guy with that, that really thick accent that sounds like he's like from Transylvania or. Oh no, you mean you no? That's you're thinking of the UN Secretary General. You're thinking. Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> no, no, this is this is the WEF, and so he is speaking at the WEF saying these things, which is collusion with a. With, some, with something now calling itself a foreign governance structure. Oh, which, boy. Oh, boy, that guy needs Not to be, elected by anyone. That guy needs to be charged with crimes and yanked from his position the second he gets back on American soil. Yeah. Listen to what they have to say. What are we able to keep on the positive side from the old order to bring into a new world order? And how can we avoid that that new world order uh, becomes like a jungle growing back and... We rather uh, have uh, order based on international law and the uh, principles that have brought us prosperity and uh, freedom uh, for decades. The post-Cold War era has come to a close. We're at the start of something new. We have the capacity to shape what that looks like. And at the heart of it will be many of the core principles and core institutions of the existing order adapted uh, for the challenges that we face today. 
Well, sadly, that's what you would expect from from this regime. Oh, exactly. It's it's treasonous, and here's here's the way I see it: the World Economic Forum is elected by nobody. These right. are these are elitist, globalist, anti-Americanist, anti they're, they're, everything that we stand they're for. They're corporate people. Yeah, and we need to demand, and I mean. All the citizens in the West who love their countries and love their heritage and their culture need to demand that our so-called leaders do not even participate. That's right, because it, if they attend anything, it legitimizes this this exactly. as, this gross assumption yes. that this group of, of super mega wealthy corporation owners are now assuming that they own and run the world. Full of pedophiles. Yep. And... He, even if somebody go now, Trump went to the World Economic Forum and he basically destroyed their whole thing. Uh, th- they did not like him being there. Um, Elon Musk has uh, Javier Javier Malay. Javier Malay. They didn't like him either. Oh, they walked out on him. But you know what? I, they, I, they shouldn't even go. I think that it, it, I liked uh, Malay's message, but at, from this point forward, don't even attend. Don't acknowledge. Treat them like they're persona non grata. They That's just right. don't even exist because, like you said, it just lends legitimacy to them when they got all these world leaders. They're just beside themselves right. having all of these world leaders show up and being treated like royalty, like they're the leaders of the, this new world system. Uh, and even if they're opposed to it, they don't even need to go. That would be like you and I tomorrow just getting on the radio and claiming, well, you know what? I, I'd say you're king, and and then you'd say and you're queen, and right. then from there on we just start acting as if we rule the world because we just said so. Right. We'll just start putting these conferences together, inviting all of these leaders, and basically telling them this is this is the new system yeah, we're going to have, and telling them what to do when they go back home. Right. Exactly. <laughs> what a joke! Wow. I mean, boy, talk about self-appointment. They're nobodies. Yep. It, they're vile. Wow. All right. Well. Uh, but we do have some good people in good places. We do. And we do uh, see, you know, what, what evil traitorous people are doing. It's not going unnoticed. That's for sure. Representative Higgins of Louisiana is one of those great yes. people. And so listen to listen to what he has to say about the border problem. Yeah, you can hear the wiffleback just whistling through the air That's just right. before impact on <laughs> Mayorkas's forehead. That's right. Our southern border, under the control of Secretary Mayorkas, is 1,954 miles of failure. 10 million illegal crossings in three years. The disintegration of American sovereignty. Total loss of American law and order. Exponential enhancement of cartel human trafficking operations and cartel narcotics trafficking. Millions of American families crushed by financial loss and the unspeakable grief of unprecedented loss of American lives to drugs and violent crime. This is the legacy of Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas and as God is my witness, we will impeach that man in this committee. We will hold him accountable for his colossal failure. Outstanding. Fantastic. <laughs> yep. I love that he said 1,954 miles of failure. Yes. 
<laughs> it, it's it's true. It's exactly correct. Yep. And you know, I can't believe how many patriots I've I've heard say, "Oh, well, you know, well the Supreme Court, well the the you know the Article Four, Section Four says that they have to you know protect against invasion, but it doesn't you know give a standard for you know pass or success or failure. Um, it's there's no teeth in it, and uh, so you know the Supreme Court's ruling is actually correct no it's not the states have the right to defend their borders that's right and uh, besides that article 4 section 4 was not even argued in this case right the the only thing the constitution gives them the authority to do is handle uh naturalization that's it right well and and the other part of that is that article 4 come article 4 section 4 comes in by itself what we're talking about is once the invasion happens right say they've they've ignored article 4 section 4 completely and now what comes into play is article 1 section 10 of the constitution which is to declare an invasion and secure the border particularly in light of the federal government's refusal to carry out its duties under article 4 section 4 Yes. And which provide which provides protection against invasion. And so so both of those two come into play and once Article One, Section Ten kicks in, it is up to the states and it is no longer federal territory at all. It's no longer federal jurisdiction. They've fallen out of their duties and shirked their responsibilities. Now it's left up to the state. Yep. And the Texas is not backing down, by the way. They are not. That's fa- right. Yeah, I just picked this yep. up from the S2 Underground Wire. State authorities have issued statements confirming that their posture at the border has not changed following the SCOTUS ruling. Concertina and Razor Wire remains in place, and uh, Texas National Guard soldiers remain in blocking positions, preventing illegal immigration. This afternoon, local reports indicate Texas National Guard forces strengthening their positions and improving obstacles along the border. Well, actually, you could have got that from our uh, morning commute channel. I posted that this morning. <laughs> there you go. So there I we didn't. Go. <laughs> okay. Well, so then we've got one last uh, great statement here. Well, we've got two last things. One. And, oh, okay. Only time for one. Yep. Okay. So so let's hear what Trump had to say about his whole plan for banning travel from certain groups. Listen now. I will immediately restore and expand the Trump travel ban on entry from terror plague countries, and I will implement strong ideological screening for all immigrants. If you hate America, if you want to abolish Israel, if you sympathize with jihadists, then we don't want you in our country. We don't want you. That's right. That's our president right there. That's the type of leadership we need right now, like three years ago. Yep, because every single last one of the real Americans doesn't want any of our enemies here. Imagine that. That's right. Well, we don't want them here. So, all right. Well, I'll tell you what, guys. We're out of time. (laughs) Join us tomorrow morning, 7 a.m. for the morning commute right here. That's right. You all have a wonderful Wiffleback Wednesday. And blessings to all of you Christian Patriots out there. 
That is what American exceptionalism is all about. That is what we are going to revive to, yes, make America great again. Vote for this man right here in the New Hampshire primary. God bless you and your families, and may God bless our United States of America. Thank you, New Hampshire. It's good to see you guys. We're coming back and winning this in a landslide. We will not stop until we get this job done. Thank you all. God bless you and your families. Wow, that's how was that? Pretty good, right? That was pretty good. And he's a fantastic guy. And he's really, uh, he's got something that's uh, very special because he started off with a Zippo and he's got, he ended up very strong. He did a great job. I was actually surprised when he called because he was doing well. And uh, it's an honor to have his endorsement. He's going to be working with us and he'll be working with us for a long time. Thank you. Thank you.